welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is March the 6th, and then with Scott for another Words of Grace podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. Good to see you today. Good to see you. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well this morning. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. This afternoon. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was a beautiful morning. and mm. did Actually, I, I do a little um, sermon work. I go ahead and get a, get a jump on, you know, preach on Sunday, and then I like to jump back in on Monday morning mm. with a little early morning getting my orientation around the, the next week's text. And I was able to do that for, a, I don't know, an hour or two mm. on my front porch. Oh, that's, you know, I was out working out this morning and I saw the sunrise. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was beautiful. Yeah. It was such a beautiful sunrise this morning. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good to be out. It felt good too this morning. Mm-hmm. So, good to be here with you. Yeah. So, yesterday we were back in First Peter. We were kind of, you, you started the reading towards the end of the chapter and kind of went like through verse four in chapter two. Mm-hmm. But, um, give us a little bit of an overview, but before, actually rather, before we get to the overview, let's do yeah. this. So you mentioned before the sermon that on March the 26th and Sunday evening, we're going to have a singing and testimony night. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, I really want to sing oh, and good. hear some testimonies. Yeah. I've had other people say that. Yeah. So um, we thought, what a great, what a great idea to yeah. come together on a Sunday evening, six o'clock on March 26th. And uh, I don't know, I think this will be maybe an hour and 15 minutes, an hour, hour, an hour hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Um, And that's what we're gonna do. We're Mm -hmm. gonna focus on the faithfulness of God. That's our theme, Mm -hmm. great is his faithfulness. We're gonna hear testimonies about how God has shown himself faithful in the lives of people in our church. Mm And then we'll touch a little bit on our church in general, yeah. uh, you know, our congregation, because this is our 30th year as a, as a congregation together mm-hmm. since Grace started back in 1993. Uh, but it's not going to just be like a birthday party for Grace. It's right. it, that's, that, not doing that. Um, but we are going to share a little bit about how God has been faithful over the years, mm-hmm. but, but also just hear from some people. Yeah. And as I said, put some singing in there. So a fun time, a, a, a casual time. It's not a... You know, it's not going to be a formal service. It's, it's just a time to get together and rejoice and uh, mm-hmm. and enjoy. And, yeah. You know, another we're we're loving our new worship space too because we're hearing each other sing. Mm-hmm. That's another thing uh, that's behind this is how much we're enjoying the Sunday morning singing. And we thought, well, let's let's do it on Sunday night yep. and and uh, build in some songs that will allow for that kind mm-hmm. of full voice uh, singing of the congregation, so we can hear each other. Good. So I hope folks will join us. Um, it's going to be a great time. Good. So March the 26th, 6 p.m. That's right. And it'll be in the worship hall. And, you know, as you said yesterday, if you need child care, make sure you do that as soon as possible so yeah. that we can prepare for that. And Yeah, that's on the time. website. And it is child care for, <clears throat> I believe it's uh, uh, pre-K and, and under. under. Yeah. So, so elementary all, will be in the room like, like Sunday morning. They'll be us. singing with us. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's good. My daughter was... Walking through the kitchen, she's she's a first grader, and she was singing it as well with my soul, oh, which is such a she's that's my favorite song. Oh, nice. so, so we sang was, that yesterday. So we I did. We sang that yesterday. She, she was just singing what we sang on Sunday. Mm, so mm, 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 mm. it's beautiful. Good, good song. So, 
Um, well, great. Well, it was a wonderful time, but let's get back to the sermon okay. and give us a little bit of an overview from Sunday. Well, it'll be a brief one because yep. it was a simple command, love one another. Yeah. Uh, so this, this passage includes these things. Since you've been born again, because you have been born again, so he's confident Mm-hmm. that these people are new creatures in Christ. He's already talked about that earlier in chapter 1. And then also you've been born again, and also you have been purified, and you are purifying your souls by obedience to the truth. So the way I am taking that is uh, born again by the Spirit, cleansed by the blood of Christ, mm-hmm. pursuing holiness, ongoing purification through putting to death sin and self in our lives and, and putting on the new self, and walking in obedience to, to Christ. So there's holiness. Mm-hmm. Because you've been born again and because you've purified your hearts, but this is what it says, you've purified your hearts for a sincere love of the brethren. Mm-hmm. So the reason that he points out the purified heart in this text, First Peter 1, 22, the reason he points it out, purification of the heart there, the soul there, is for the purpose. We're purifying ourselves for the purpose of loving. In other words, we can't love each other. We won't love each other if um, sin, the old self, self-hyphenated life, is dominating our lives. Mm. They just the self-life and love for people don't mix. Right. And so he says, love one another. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, that that was it. And so we we talked about purifying the heart for the purpose of of loving one another. Yeah. Well, it was a great sermon, and I know it helped. Uh, I was with a group of people last night having good discussion around it. And so the two questions that I I really want to ask come around just some clarification Mm -hmm. and something that you can maybe amplify for us. So in clarifying, you, you were talking about loving, and you were talking about loving people when you don't feel like loving people. Mm -hmm. And you were saying that's not hypocritical. Right. And then in, I think later in the sermon, you, you quoted from James about love being sincere. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, like radars went off. And I thought, well, hold on a second. So if I'm loving someone and I don't feel like it, but then I'm called to love out of sense, being sincere in my love, that feels like they're in contradiction. Can you help me understand how okay. that's not a contradiction or how I need to think about it differently? And, and, and what, what does that look like? So is loving someone when I don't feel like it, is that insincere? Yeah. No, it's not insincere. Okay. I, yes, I understand the question, yeah. but no, it is not insincere mm-hmm. um, because love is not a feeling. Okay. Um, yeah. It, 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 there, there are many times you don't feel like doing something. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I don't feel like it. I don't know. You're not motivated. Yeah. Or um, it's going to require... Not emotional, maybe. Yeah, it's going gonna, gonna to require energy on your part. Mm-hmm. It's going to require a decision on your part. She says, I don't feel like doing this today which means I'm going to have to make an extra decision, uh, kind of set the will. I'm going to have to make an extra hard decision of the will to go do something. Well, that's not insincere. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to exercise today, but I'm going to decide to do it. Oh, well, it's no good because you didn't exercise with sincerity of heart. That's, that's not right. right. <laughs> you know, the yeah. exercise is good, you, right. whether you feel like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- so that's the way it is when you love someone. Mm-hmm. You there may be someone, and it could be someone you don't know. Okay, let's say you don't want to you don't want to help a person in need on the side of the road. Why? Because you're busy, but you stop and you help them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that doesn't count because it wasn't sincere. No, it was sincere. It just right. it just meant it meant that you had to make a decision to do it, and right. that decision cost you a little bit more yeah. than 
than yeah. than usual. Well, and in fact, having that just came out of my mouth, and I realized that might even be a more sincere love. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Had to decide to do it. Yeah, I feel like when you're having to, to push yourself to maybe yeah. against your brokenness that doesn't yeah. want to feel like it or whatever yeah. that looks like, you you actually are making a real effort to say, no, I'm going to love or I'm going to serve. I'm, I'm choosing to do this. That may be more sincere. That's right. Than, anything. than just if you felt like it and you were doing it because, you know, well, whatever. Well, I had a good day today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. And so so, um, so love is not a, a feeling. That's, that's helpful. Um, another way of looking at it is what would, what would insincere love look like? Hmm. It, it, insincere love doesn't mean you're loving apart from your feeling, uh, you know, in, right. uh, in spite of your feeling. Insincere love would mean you're doing things that look like love, but really you're doing them for selfish motive, hmm. to create an image that you're a nice person, yeah. to manipulate someone, mm-hmm. to get something out of them for your own sake so you act like you're loving them. Hmm. That's insincere love. Yeah. But sincere love, whether you, it could include feelings like I really love a person with emotion. Right. Great. But it also could look like I'm going to choose your best. Mm-hmm. Forget my feelings. Yep. I'm going to choose your best. I'm going to, whatever that means, serve you, tell you the truth, encourage you, give something to you, you know, whatever that means. Love in action, love in obedience. Uh, I'm going to die to myself to do it. Mm-hmm. That's sincere love. Yeah. So that that's the way I would frame yeah. that up. Don't wait around. I yeah. think, I think, uh, so you asked me this question and I didn't go back and look. I think C.S. Lewis um, deals with this in mere Christianity. Okay. If I'm wrong, somebody will correct me. But I think yeah. he said something like, um, don't, don't sit around trying to, don't sit around waiting for the feeling. Mm-hmm. Act like you love someone, and often you will find the feeling following. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's helpful. I think you're right. I think often we define love as a feeling. Yeah. And that's where maybe why we could say, well, that feels insincere because there's no feeling behind it. Yeah. Um, but again, having you talk more, I think you're right. It makes it feel more sincere when yeah. you push through that. Well, that's helpful. The, the other question I had was was more about kind of amplifying something. You know, this... The context of First Peter is written to the church, mm-hmm. so he's saying loving the brethren, loving people mm-hmm. inside the church. Yeah, with bro- so the text says uh, with brotherly love. Yeah, it says a sincere brotherly love. Right, uh, love one another. Earnestly. So this is definitely we're talking in the congregation. Mm-hmm. So how uh, help us? How does loving inside the church influence how we love those outside the church, or maybe? Are there differences? Like, I mean, because right now we're, he's not talking about outside the church at this point, but like, mm-hmm. how does that spill over out into the world, if mm-hmm. that makes sense? Hmm. Well, uh, one way it spills into the world, if that's, I could use your phrase, mm-hmm. is that Jesus said in John 13 um, that the world, all men, all people will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. Okay. So, w- one way it kind of goes out into the world as, as the world sees the church believers loving each other according to the Bible, the way the Bible tells us to, then that is a testimony to them mm-hmm. uh, that, that we're following Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's what your question is, though. No, but that's helpful. I mean, I, I think what you're saying, which is what I was thinking, is that the way we love one another does set this example for the world of what love looks like. Yeah. Because I would think that hopefully the way that we're loving inside the church looks unique 
to those that aren't in Christ. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that helps. Yeah, yeah. And then I think we were talking earlier about what's the is there a difference? Yeah. Well, someone asked me yesterday. I yeah. think is there a difference between loving our brothers and sisters in Christ and loving people who are not Christians? Mm-hmm. And m- maybe, but we got to start by saying that we we should love all humans, right? Because they're created in the image of God. Yeah. And uh, as as humans, image bearers, they're they are. Uh, they they need respect and love and we should we should care for them. So we should love all the people. So I guess what I'm saying is is that First Peter is not saying you don't have to worry about loving people who aren't Christians. Right. Forget about them. Yeah. Just focus on the church. I don't I don't think that would be the the, the spirit of the of yeah. the Bible. We we love the world enough to to share the gospel. Yeah. And, and with people and to want them to come to faith in Christ and to want to even want their good. Of course. Mm. Um. So we love we love all people. Uh, there is a unique a uniqueness, I believe, to love within the congregation, mm-hmm. because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, we had the Lord's Supper yesterday, and uh, we were talking about that at the end. You know, remember we're remembering that Christ loved us and died for us. We're remembering that we're sharing this meal with one another as as members of His body. Yeah, and that that brings to us a. A special kind of care mm-hmm. between each other, a special desire to see each other conform to the image of Christ, a special desire for us to to help each other come to know the love of God, to walk in holiness, to um, confess sin, to mm-hmm. repair relationships, to together pursue being salt and light in the world. Those kinds of love are, are unique within the body of Christ. Yeah. But we should love all people, right, of course. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. That's helpful to kind of think through maybe some of the differences, but even think about how loving one another in the congregation, how it actually does, you know, step out into the world and yeah. show the world what real love looks like. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a testimony, which can be very convicting, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes we we cannot love well inside the church, yeah, and, and it may not reflect what love really is to the world around mm-hmm. us if we're not loving well inside the mm-hmm. church. It's a little booklet. Um, it might have been a portion of another book. In fact, I think it was, but it, it was written, oh man, way back in the <laughs> 70s, I think. Uh, I think hmm. by Francis Schaeffer. Hmm. It's called The Mark of a Christian. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that little booklet yeah. I tried to get we read that you like young a... people around here to read? <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned it. I don't know if you mentioned it in the sermon or maybe I it was a podcast. But... Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but we, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but I that that uh, he's he's writing a lot about that. What 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 marks a Christian love, and um, he's not in that book. He I, I don't recall that he's limiting love to just Christian to Christian. He's talking about loving people, but he does have a section in there on on how the church Christian to Christian love for each other is is a, a testimony mm-hmm. to the church. So yeah. if somebody can go. Find that a used one. I don't know if it's in print, but yeah, it'd be. I think it'd be worth a read. Yeah, you can get it on. I think you can get it on Amazon. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you again for a great sermon. As we think about loving one another well in the church, especially here at Grace Community Church, yeah. And how we can practice that, and and we look forward uh, this upcoming week. We'll be back in first. Are we going to be in one? Or are we going to move we're on? We're going to move on to chapter two, two. and and we're going to talk about longing for the word. Longing for the word. Ah, oh, yeah. looks looks gonna be a good sermon. Yeah. So look forward to it.